everybody, and welcome to this episode of Cole Talk. I am your host, Cole Martins, and thank you guys for joining me here today. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cole Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there, you can mention me questions or topics like to hear on the show. You can tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button together so when the newest episodes are released. And you can uh, subscribe on Spotify, Amazon Music, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, and Boomplay. Pretty much any uh, service that has a podcast on there, you can subscribe on and listen to this podcast. So again, subscribe and follow on any of those platforms. Also, I'd like to thank my brother Landon Martins for the amazing artwork on the page. And to see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M R F A N C Y L A N. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about what happened on SmackDown on October 14, 2022. Quite a bit happening throughout this show as we had a no one contenders match. For the Intercontinental Championship, a fatal four-way. Also, there was the return of Bray Wyatt on the night. Uh, so again, a lot of big things happened. We'll start off with happened to begin the night in which the show came on air with a car crash being shown and Karrion Cross and Charlotte outside talking to some people about the car crash. Uh, interesting to who we probably got in the car crash with, but then out of nowhere from behind the one I'd be guessing caused the car crash would be Drew McIntyre, who would end up tacking Cross from behind, beating the living hell out of him. Uh, almost trying to slam a door, his head in between a, the door and car, till officials came and stopped him. And as he was getting pulled away, he was just yelling, "This is just the beginning." So again, uh, if you don't know what happened between these two on Extreme Rules on last Saturday, uh, the ended up match ended up ending with Cross picking up the victory due to. Uh, Scarlett ended up spraying Mace in the eyes of McIntyre, which ended up allowed Cross to hit the cross hammer to pick up the victory in that one. So in a cheap way, he ended up winning that match, and of course McIntyre not happy about it. So this rivalry is going to continue here for at least a little bit longer. Uh, so we'll see what the next stipulation will be between these two, probably be at Survivor Series. Uh, but again, this is going to continue on for a little bit. And Karrion Cross was expected to be in the Fatal 4 way later on in the night, but we'll go over that one in a little bit as well. But after this, we went to our first action of the night, which we had Kofi Kingston taking on Sami Zayn. Uh, the New Day would start off this uh, segment by coming out and talking a little bit before the match. Uh, pretty much talking about how they are the longest reigning tag team champs, and that is at a serious race right now. As Usos, uh, as Michael Cole would mention, is, are only 30 days away from breaking that record. So more likely the Usos are going to break that record because I don't see them losing the titles before or yeah, before the Survivor Series at this point. So I would expect the Usos to break, break the New Day's record. Uh, then we would go backstage and see Zemi Zayn. Uh, uh, Jay was talking on the phone with... Roman Reigns, and we'd see Zayn take the phone from him, uh, talk to Roman Reigns, and act like he is being told something, but would not tell Jay what it was. Uh, again, building a little bit more attention, possibly, for uh, Jay and Sami Zayn. Uh, either way, we get back to the match here. Uh, Zayn had control for a good portion of this match, uh, going against Kofi Kingston, as these guys showed their back and forth. Uh, but a super kick from Uso the Woods would on the floor uh, would end up distracting. Kofi Kingston, which allowed the honorary Uso to deliver a blue thunder bomb for a two count. Uh, then Kofi Kingston seemed like he was going to pick up the win here as he ended up getting a roll up on Sami Zayn, where Uso, out of nowhere, was able to kick uh, Kingston in the chest while he was in the ring uh, with the help of the ropes. 
push Sami Zayn over top to get him on top of the roll-up, which would end up giving the three to Sami Zayn. So a very creative way to pick up a win in that one. I haven't seen that one in a while. I don't know how the ref didn't see also CJ kick him in the chest and push him back. But either way, that was a big win for Sami Zayn, a pick over Kingston. A very good match between these two, buried back and forth. Uh, great action throughout it and a great storytelling as well. As Sami Zayn again proves himself to be an important part of the bloodline and being a great factor in it as well as Uso. Also, for the first time, helping out Sami Zayn as it seems like he's eager to be get uh, please the Tribal Chief right now, uh, Roman Reigns, and also try to help out Sami Zayn to also make sure Sami Zayn ain't the one taking care of him anymore and that he gets, again, back good under Roman Reigns. But again, Sami Zayn picking up a big win over Kofi Kingston, keeping the bloodline strong uh, to begin the night. Uh... Next thing we had to come on the night is Braun Strowman as he was taking on two enhancement talents. Uh, this is pretty much a squash match that happened. Uh, Braun Strowman beat the living hell out of both these guys pretty much. Uh, but the main thing that happened on the night, the Monster Mountain men, while in this match, was staring down almost an MVP who were outside of the ring. Uh, then we had these two had a little bit of a stare down at the end of the match after Braun Strowman won, of course. And obviously setting up a match at the Crown Roll pay-per-view between these two, which is fine. Uh, again, I'm not expecting anything crazy out of this one. Just two men that are bigger than anybody in the world, it seems like. Uh, going head-to-head -head against each other, I think that's an okay thing to do. Uh, could be quite a spectacle to have at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. And uh, I think it'll be entertaining to see, but at the same time, it's nothing too crazy. But uh, we'll see what that leads to going into Crown Jewel. But again, Braun Strowman wins his match on the night. Next, we had the return of L.A. Knight as he took on his former protege, Mansoor, as the, these two would go pretty back and forth from time to time. Uh, but we'd have pretty much L.A. Knight have control for most of this match and finally be able to put down Mansoor to pick up the victory. Uh, then it would be go after the match. L.A. Knight would put all of the WWE stars on notice uh, and pretty much tell them that he is back. Uh, but also turning heel at the same time as telling the fans he doesn't need them to cheer his name. He can do it all, anything he wants by himself. So, kind of surprised they're going to make him to a heel still after leaving the group. But again, as long as he's got his L.A. name, night name back, I'm 100% cool with it. I think fans will get behind him here more and more as he goes on. As they're going to see his character a little bit more. Because again, he is somewhat of a silver newer guy to the WWE audience. But I feel like once they keep watching, they will be very entertained. But again, great to see L.A. Knight back. And he will beat Mansoor as L.A. Knight will see what this leads to. Some more matches against... Uh, Male maximum, uh, eight, eight, whatever it's called now. Uh, male ma ma maximum male models. There we go. Uh, we'll see if that leads to more matches between them here in the future. But again, LA Knight pick up the win in that one. Oh, next we had a six women tag team matches Shotzi, Raquel Rodriguez, and the newcomer, the NXT uh, regular right now, Roxanne Perez, taking on Damage Cruel. As this was a pretty fun match between these guys, a lot of high energy. Uh, late in this match with Shotzi, Kai, and Sky all flying throughout the air uh, to help out their teams. Perez would be left in the ring with Bailey as they would go head-to-head -head for a little bit. Bailey would end up using, getting hitting the Bailey-to-Belly suplex, which would have Perez kick out, surprisingly, showing off Perez looking pretty strong. As the two would continue to go back and forth, and finally, Bailey would pick up the win with a roll-up. Uh, but a great job by all these women in this match. Um, very good uh, pace for each of them. All of them got to show off a little bit throughout this match to show what they could do. Uh... Possibly showing uh, Shotzi and Rizal can be possible challengers for Kai and Sky's Women's Tag Team Championships. I think it would be an excellent match for those four women to go at each other. 
Also in this one, we had Perez, who, again, this is her first time on the main roster. She's an NXT original right now. Um, I believe she's only 20, if I remember her correctly. So very young talent, uh, doing a great job in her first opportunity here on the main roster, showing herself off a little bit on the main roster. And now she uh, is going to be preparing for her matchup coming up here on NXT on Tuesday, which she'll be facing somebody on the Raw show. So we'll see who that will be possibly coming up here. And also... She uh, ended up picking her, uh, picking up someone from SmackDown. Uh, she has picked uh, Rodriguez to uh, fed, fed, uh, to fight Cora Jade on uh, NXT as well. So we'll see Rodriguez versus Cora Jade. We know on Tuesday, so we'll see who Jade ends up picking for Roxanne's match for Tuesday as well. Of course, Cade and uh, Cora Jade, I should say, and uh, Perez will be facing each other at Halloween Havoc next Saturday on October 26th. So make sure uh, this is a little bit of free promotion for WWE to promote that show coming up here uh, again on October 26th. Up next, we had Hit Row taking on Legata de Del Fantasma as Hit Row's uh, Adonis, de, uh, Adonis taking in Tot Balor, uh, taking on Legata de Fantasma, Cruz del Toro, and Jaquin Wild. Uh, again, pretty Kayak, quick match between these two as it was pretty much short-lived. Uh, but Del Toro and Wild would score the victory at, uh, while Escobar pulled Adonis off the apron and uh, Vega would end up whipping out Beef Fab, uh, leaving Top Dower to suffer the sacrifice. So, uh, again, crowd didn't really get behind this match too much because I feel like these are two newer teams that the crowd hasn't really seen in action too much. Uh, they've seen Hit Row a little bit, but again, they're kind of not... Showing themselves off in the ring as much. or kind of showing themselves backstage more. Uh, where Legato Fazma definitely has a lot of talent in the ring in my opinion. Uh, but again a crowd. It just shows a crowd doesn't watch NXT sometimes. And you got to kind of let these people know who they are a little bit. So again as time goes on I think Legato Fazma will grow on the fans. They'll get more familiar with who they are and what they can do. Uh, but in this, and I think they might need to do a package or something, show them their work in NXT a little bit, I think. Get the fans behind him a little bit more. But again, uh, Legato Fantasma picks up the win this one. Again, I you need to kind of build these guys up a little bit more. I think as time goes on, the WWE Universe will get behind him here at some point. Uh, but again, Legato Fantasma picks up the win. And we'll see what the future lies with them. Uh, but we'll talk about some more of that in a little bit here. Possibly, but uh, we had a fatal four-way match. Uh, the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, which we had Ricochet, Sheamus, Solo Sokoa, and uh, a new add-on after Karrion Cross was announced could not compete in this match. Rey Mysterio. So let's go over this one a little bit here at first. So earlier on the night, we'd see Triple H and Rey Mysterio talking. Uh, Rey Mysterio talked to us talking to Triple H about how he's been devastated about what his son's been doing to him on Raw, Dominic. Uh, especially what happened on Monday night where he was slapped in the face by his son multiple times, pushed by him, even re received a 619 from his own son. Pretty much said he was wanting to retire. Uh, Triple H said he wanted to talk to him a little bit more, uh, which ended up having Rey Mysterio now signed with the blue brand. So Rey Mysterio is now over on SmackDown, uh, which is great to hear. I'd love to have him over on SmackDown. And what a lot of people were hoping back in NXT was that Legato Dan Fazma were to work with Mysterio. I uh, have a serial lead that group in some way, shape, or form. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, then again, it'd be make Mysterio become a heel, possibly, which would be interesting. Or you make like I don't know, faces. Either one would work. Uh, but I feel like it'd be more of the face way because I don't think I, Mysterio could be looked at as a serious heel at any point. Uh, but great to see Mysterio over on SmackDown here once again. Uh, let's get back into this match here. But this is a non-stop action throughout in this Fatal Four Way match. 
We would see Sheamus uh, and Sokoa beating living hell out of each other at one point. We would see Ricochet uh, going after uh, Sokoa at one point. Uh, we're also going to see Rey Mysterio and uh, Ricochet in the ring at the same time. Two very agile guys who went back and forth with each other. Uh, great action there. Uh, at one point, Sokoa was standing in the middle of the ring, standing tall before they went to commercial break. Also, one thing I thought was interesting that they pointed out that Michael Cole said that this is the first time ever Sheamus and Rey Mysterio have squared off against each other, which is absolutely incredible for how long both those guys have been in the company. So, uh, very interesting to know that those two had their first experience going against each other in WWE history. Uh, we go to later in the match now, we'd show have the uh, Tower of Doom where we'd see uh, Sokola end up throwing everybody to the mat. Uh, then we would see Sokola and Sheamus going at each other once again. Uh, then we would see the Celtic Warrior have Sokoa getting ready to tap until Jay Uso and Sami Zayn would interfere in the match, which led to Butch and Rich Holland fight making their way out there. Uh, leaving Mysterio and Ricochet the only ones remaining in the match. Uh, we'd see Mysterio end up doing a very vicious, I, I, whatever he did, I, her, I don't, I, I can't even know what the move would call it, the move was. Anyway, he just put Ricochet's head straight to the ground pretty much. I uh, ended up hitting the 619, then adding a false frog, frog splash to the end of it to pick up the victory. So Ray Mysterio will be the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. So at some point down the line here, we will see him go against Guther. So that could be a very interesting match. As uh, David versus Goliath in that one a little bit. As Mysterio playing the little guy in this one. See if he'll be able to take down the big bad uh, Gunther. I feel like one of his slaps is going to slap Mysterio over the top rope. It seems like. Uh, but it'll be an interesting match to see overall. We'll see if, how Mysterio will be able to fare in that one. But uh, great to see Mysterio back in the title picture once again. After again going through a very low point on Monday Night Raw. Where he was disrespected and humiliated on TV by his son. Now comes back, bounces back, gets a championship opportunity now, and we'll see what he's able to do uh, with that opportunity. And also, great to see the uh, the Sheamus and Bloodline in the. So we might have the Brawling Brutes taking on the Bloodline sooner rather than later here, which is great to see. I, a lot of people believe that might be a match at Survivor Series here, uh, so we could possibly be setting that up now. That would be one of the war game matches. The Brawling Brutes versus the Bloodline. So, great and see. Which is also great because that might lead to Sheamus getting an opportunity for the WWE Universal Championship. Which, Sheamus versus Roman Reigns would be an awesome match to watch. would be very excited to see that one. So, we'll wait to see what that one builds up to as well. Uh, but again, in this match, Rey Mysterio picks up the win. And he'll be taking on Gunther sometime down the line here for that Intercontinental Championship. And SmackDown wrapped up the night with the return of Bray Wyatt. His first appearance on SmackDown in nearly two years. As he came out to a new entrance song. A uh, very awesome entrance song, by the way. It was very, very cool. Uh, did his trademark lantern carrying out to the ring. Also did the same thing he did on Saturday where he came through the door. Uh, that had the light coming out of it. The bright white light. Uh, he came out in just regular street clothes. So that thought, I thought that was interesting right off the bat to begin with. Uh, but as he got in the ring and began talking, uh, you see in his face and you could see the tears in his eyes and everything. So you're like, oh man, this is this is very unlike Bray Wyatt. And for the first time, I think, ever in WWE, we got to see the true person uh, behind Bray Wyatt, the, the actual person. And he kind of talked about his life and what he was going through the past couple of years, about how he's lost a couple of people in his life. Of course, one of those being uh, Harper. And, uh, 
and a bunch of other people. I don't know what the other person was, but I then doing that, he's going through his own self demons and everything like that, and uh, just a lot of things going on in his life uh, that he was just devastated with. And then he talked about pretty much how uh, fans were the ones that kind of brought him back to who he was. He said fans were coming to him and saying that it was. He was support. They was the reason why they were getting through what they were going through is because of him. That he was the reason that they kept wanting to keep going on their life. And Bray said he, that the fans saved his life. The fans did everything for him that they could to bring him back to realize that the WWE is important. That it is a main thing for him, and that he is happy to be back and happy to see these fans. And he wanted to thank all the fans for all the support that he had through the time. And he did this the whole time with tears in his eye and everything. And it was very, very emotional. I almost started tearing up uh, just listening to it because it was, he was, you could tell he was speaking from the heart. This wasn't anything scripted. This was a guy who had the mic, wanted to speak from the heart and tell the fans of what was going on in his life and why he was gone and how much he appreciated everybody out there for supporting him and doing what they could to get him better. And he just wanted to say thank you for all that. But then we had the Bray Wyatt twist at the very end as the man with the mask came on the screen. The lights went out as well. We had come up on the screen uh, pretty much talking about what we warned that they don't know who they are dealing with, but they will. Uh, then we would see the screen flash. We'd see the Wyatt logo come on and the show would go off air after that. So leaving the show with a hit cliffhanger. Uh, very interesting, but again, very emotional segment. Uh, I just had to feel for Bray on that one. Uh, everything to know what he was going through, and yes, uh, losing uh, Brody Lee or Jonathan Hubbard is a huge loss for him and one of his closest friends, of course, part of the Wyatt family at one point as well. And I can't remember, I, I, I can't remember who the other person was who passed away for him, but again, I'll, losing people in your life is always very difficult, especially losing people at a young age as well is very hard for Pete. For you, and especially if you have other demons you're dealing with as well, I can only imagine what he was going through. But glad to hear he is okay now. Glad to hear that everything is fine and he's happy to be back here at WWE. Uh, but again, leaves me more questions to than answers at the end of this show uh, about this new Bray Wyatt character. Uh, is it another split personality thing where he has the good guy and bad guy thing? Uh, is there other things that this is leading to? Of course, a lot of people have expectations of the Wyatt Six that he's going to have some. Uh, New members being joined. Uh, there's also been some trademarks, some names being uh, talked about as well that WWE has put in. So we'll see if any of those come in the future here now. Uh, but again, uh, heads out for uh, Bray for coming out and telling us the true story of what happened has been happening through his life. Uh, you got to give all the credit in the world to be able to talk about that. You got to be strong to talk about that. And I respect the hell out of him for doing that. Uh, then flipping to, uh, to that at least gives us a little bit more detail on Maybe what this could be leading to for Bray Wyatt. Uh, but again, this is more of a him just to explain what has been going on in his life. And then at the end, to build up the like, little character a little bit. Kind of maybe showing he has a light side and a dark side at the exact same time. Kind of playing the heel and face at the exact same time. So uh, again, we'll see what this leads to for Bray Wyatt. But again, a very emotional segment. A very gripping segment. And ending the show in a way where we want to know more about what this new... Wyatt character is going to be. But overall, SmackDown, a very good show on the night. Uh, again, a lot happening. Uh, we're going to have some more with Cross and McIntyre as we probably build that up for Survivor Series. We have, uh, looks like we're going to have a 
showdown between Strowman and Amos coming up here at uh, Crown Jewel. LA Knight is back and he is looking to prove himself to the stars. A uh, great debut by Roxanne Perez uh, in her first ever match on SmackDown, even though she did suffer a loss to damage control. We also found out some things that's going to be happening here on NXT. Coming up this two people, Kyle Gonzalez will be facing Cora Jade. We'll see if Cora Jade picks to face Perez here coming up on uh, Monday night. Also, we had Legado Del Fazbo get her, their first match in WWE on the main roster, taking defeating Hit Row. Ray Mysterio is the number one contender in the for the Intercontinental Championship after winning the Fatal 4-Way. He will be taking on Gunther for that title here sooner or later. Also built up the Brawling Brutes against the Bloodline, possibly here in that Fatal 4-Way match. And then also the return of Bray Wyatt to SmackDown uh, in a very emotional speaking uh, segment, but also at the end, kind of showing us where this character might possibly be be leading to. We're all a fantastic night of wrestling on Friday. Uh, glad to see this might be one of the better episodes of SmackDown that they've had. A lot of great action throughout of it. Happy with this show. And can't wait to see what's going to be happening here next week. Especially what we might get with the Bray Wyatt character as well. But that is all the wrestling I've talked about here today. Thank you guys for tuning in with me. Don't forget to, for the latest information on the show. You can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C O L E D. T-A-L-K on there. You can message me questions or topics you'd like to hear in the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to subscribe and or follow button to get alerts to when the newest episodes are released. Again, I'm I, I at the podcast on all major platforms including Spotify, Amazon Music, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, and Boom Player. Uh, so you can find my podcast anywhere. Just hit the subscribe button to get alerts when those newest episodes are released. Uh, episodes coming up here. I'm gonna have to try to go back and watch Rampage here sometime today. So I'll hopefully have me re- uh, talk, be talking about that tomorrow at some point. Then we'll go into Tuesday. I'll be talking about what happened on Monday Night Raw. I also have a sports podcast where we'll be talking about the MLB playoffs that are going on right now. The NASCAR playoffs. So they'll be have their first race done from the round of eight. Talk about the NFL and college football. NBA season will be starting up here uh, very soon. The NHL season started this week, so a lot of sports happening. So a lot of talk about there. On Wednesday, we'll be talking about what happened on NXT. There's a lot happening on NXT this week as well. About five or six main roster stars will be on that show. As again, they'll be trying to compete with AEW Dynamite, which I'll also be talking about on Wednesday as well. As Dynamite will be on Tuesday this week. Uh, main event for that one, John Moxley will be taking on Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. Also on Wednesday, we'll be talking about the NFL. We'll talk about Week 7, what happened on Week 6, all the performance that happened on there. And talk about who I think is going to end up winning and during Week 7. Then we'll be talking about SmackDown. Actually, on Friday, we'll be talking about the AEW paper. I was saying AEW. Uh, the Survive. I can't even speak. Halloween Havoc pay per view that we have coming up on Saturday. I think I said that's August 20, October 26th before. It's actually, that pay per view will be on October 22nd. Uh, so keep it. Uh, we'll be talking about that on Friday, doing a preview for that pay per view. Then on that coming Sunday as well, we'll be talking about what happened. On that pay-per-view as well, going over the results of that one. But before that, on Saturday, again, we'll be talking about SmackDown. I'll try to get in Rampage on that one. Of course, it just depends if I can watch the night before. Uh, with working late at night, it's kind of hard to watch both of them at times. Uh, but overall, we'll try to go. So, again, subscribe to make sure you get alerts when any of those episodes do come out. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Cole Martins. Thank you guys for joining me here. And you guys all have a great day.